So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on merchandise. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is NetHead. With Will Wilkins. And Frank And hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. My name is Trent. My name is Mirko. And you are listening to NetHeads on the Smodcast Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. Glad one of you thought to do that. Uh, <laughs> I hope everybody's doing well. This morning, I went to the land of the Swedes, and I have lived to tell the tale. And you came the back with balls. The, the, uh, like a pancake house? No, no. I went to, uh, I went to, and, and the funniest thing is I tweeted about this and everybody responded in the exact manner I expected them to, which was like, Oh my God, didn't you see the 30 rock episode where they, <laughs> I went to Ikea. Right. I feel like I've talked about the fact that I've been to Ikea recently before. Haven't I talked about that on here? Haven't I? Yeah. We talked about it last you week. You mentioned it once. Yes. Yeah. So briefly, uh, we, the plan has been enacted and I got to admit something, guys. Um, it should come as no surprise. My wife was right. <laughs> it's so much. <laughs> it is so much nicer in here now that I've got a real desk. Oh, that's oh. that's what you're talking about. Yeah, it is so much nicer. I've got a real desk. I've got the computer spaced out nicely. There's still workspace. Everything is is just, in the words of Ferris Bueller, it is so choice. But how? Here's here's the question though. Yes. How long did it take to put it together? Um, you know, it wasn't too bad because it is essentially pieces of wood that are held together by a frame underneath. So I tacked the frame on and then it was just understanding like which pieces are supposed to go where and how. And really, I think it only took me about 30, 35 minutes to put the desk together. Oh, no shit. No shit. Well, it, like any, I said, it's any leftover pieces. No, no. Leftover. Well, actually, that's not true. They have a. Uh, because of the framework, uh, the style it is, you know, they give you those plastic uh, caps to put on the end of, right. you know, yeah, so you any, don't hurt yourself. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, there are a few extras of those, but that's about it. And man, now, oh man, I'm happy. Go ahead. The the only reason I asked is because uh, there might have been some people who were were doubting um, your efficiency, maybe in the, in the uh, carpentry arts. 
uh, including my wife. <laughs> yes. Well, no, no. Look, I don't blame my wife for that because when we got first got married uh, and we were in our first rental home, she wanted a, a table she could stand at to do her makeup because our bathroom was too small. Okay. Uh, you know, because you can imagine the first place you rent, uh, you're going cost effective. It wasn't It was like an 800 square foot place. So um, I said, oh, well, I'll make you a table. I didn't know word one about carpentry. <laughs> heaven forbid I utilize, you know, it, heaven forbid there there wasn't this uh, electronic place I could go to to possibly refer to some electronic plans to build them. You know, some type of, of informational repository where interconnected computers share information and make it easy to find. Um Heaven forbid I use that. And so it was just, we it was, just don't have the technology for that yet. No, we don't. And we didn't back then. We did, but don't, never mind. <laughs> so it was, it was actually, you know what? That may have actually been pre internet when I made that horrendous table. Um, <laughs> but it was bad. It was really bad. Oh, it was so bad because the legs I tried to hold on with L brackets and it bowed in the <laughs> middle and it just, it, it never, ever, ever should have happened. Um, but, but since then I got smarter and, you know, I, I learned, I read. And so it, with these kind of things, actually, it's not too bad. Like this one, usually there is always when assembling this prefab furniture, there's always at least one part, uh, one critical part that I will do backwards. And I don't find it out until about four or five additional steps later. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh crap! I've got to undo all of this other stuff in yeah. order to fix this one thing because it's always like, you know, it's just something simple. Usually, like, uh, you know, this support shelf I put on backwards, so now the unfinished edge is facing out. And if only they had like instructions that came with it to help you along the way. Something with words mm-hmm. instead of pictures, guys. You know, well, actually, yeah. Okay, America. Trent's being facetious. <laughs> America isn't, and it's true. I mean, the instructions. Like, especially on the Ikea furniture, it kills me because they've got those androgynous individuals that, you know, are standing there indicating people should assemble this. And then, (laughs) you know, all they do is they show you pieces and and screws, but, you know, they don't give you, like, enough visual clues. Like, uh, the only thing I did, uh, because the desk I bought, uh, it's an L-shaped desk, as they call it, with a left return. And I got some extensions on the ends. One's a half-rounded one, which in the photo you can see the MacBook Air on. And on the right-hand side, I got a quarter-rounded. So it's it's square at the edge closest to me, but rounded off on the corner on the far side. So nobody will catch themselves on that. And mm. and so for those, you have to get an additional frame attachment. So you know that way you can have solid support and something for the legs. And this attaches to the rest of the steel frame that's underneath. And there are, uh, I don't know what to call them. I, I guess I'll just call them like bridging pieces. You know, it's another piece of metal to go inside the two frames that you bolt together. Yeah. By the way, we're talking home improvement here on NetX. <laughs> this old well. house with your pal um, Will Wilkins. Next, we're going to be talking about how to make a nice birch finish table out of uh, old barn wood. Anyway, so I was assembling all that stuff. <laughs> and the only thing I did is those little those little bridging posts in between. Uh, I put them in backwards and very quickly found out that that wouldn't work because, you know, they, nothing lined up. It's like, I don't think there's supposed to be a quarter inch gap here. Okay, <laughs> flip it around. So there's that. So I got the new desk and I'm excited. And, uh, 
you know, one of the things I don't think anyone has seen, uh, to cut down on the sound reflection, uh, I've had, uh, Trent's seen this kind of innovation here. Um, I've got a black comforter on one wall and I've got a <laughs> sleeping bag hanging on the other. And it just so happens that down the street from Ikea was our good friends at Guitar Center. So I nice. picked, I picked up some acoustic, uh, foam just so we could cut down on the reflection in the room. And I'll be making some small panels out of that and then just kind of, you know, filling it in around the I, office. So. I, I just put egg cartons around my head when I talk to you guys. I, I'm, I'm hoping that works. Yeah. So far, so good, man. So and, far. I, and I just bubble wrap my, my head. <laughs> that explains a lot. Actually, you know, at my work, they buy a lot of servers and like serious hardware. And in that, they've had a lot of egg crate foam and, and, you know, like what looks like acoustic paneling. And I, one day I'm like, if it weren't for the fact that it would be so awkward to take this on the commuter train, I would take these 16 square foot pieces with me right now. But, you know, <laughs> it, when you have to carry something that's equivalent to the size of another individual on a commuter train, it makes life awkward. Right. Yeah. And plus all the questions you'd have to ask, you know, answer why people are looking at you and saying, you know, what the hell are you doing with all that? Very good. Like, I like it quiet. So um, I think we should address the uh, elephant in the room before we encourage people to take part in the program and uh, ask Trent the big question. What the hell happened, dude? Because well, uh, in case yeah. I in case nobody noticed, I think at 559 p.m., I sent out a tweet saying, if anyone's seen a part of him, can you let him know that uh, there are two other guys ready to, yeah. or two other netheads that are ready to go? Right. Well, see, what happened was it all started this morning when someone called and, and woke me up earlier than they should have. Oh, I hate that. Who on earth would be an inconsiderate prick and do such a thing on a Sunday morning? I don't know. Probably someone on their way to Ikea. Could very well be. I got to tell you. By the way... There is nothing sadder in my mind than somebody that specifically plans to get up early to go to Ikea to be able to take advantage of breakfast beforehand. <laughs> How is the breakfast there? Delicious. And by the way... Well, there you go. That's not bad. Well, that's that's, that's dude, good planning. Scrambled egg, three pieces of bacon, and country potatoes for 99 cents. Holy what? crap. Seriously, I would... if if. Everything else goes to shit in my life, and I wind up homeless begging for change. I'm going to try and do it around the Emeryville Ikea because I know I will be able to eat like a god on panhandled money at any time. <laughs> I think you have just like converted 30 people to go to Ikea in the morning to go eat a 99-cent breakfast. Hey, folks, we're done with church. Let's go to Ikea. <laughs> do they have anything that's, that's equally priced for the later menus? I, you know, I don't know. I, cause I've always wanted to try the meatballs, but I haven't. And the other interesting thing is anyone I talked to this morning and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I had breakfast there. Like, ah, oh, meatballs for breakfast, huh? <laughs> no, didn't have meatballs for breakfast, but thank you. Um, the sweets are more than just meatballs, sir. Yes, they are. They kind of, but they do have a plethora of cheap food, like really cheap food. Like I could have bought a six cinnamon buns for $4. Now that's a bargain. Ooh, wow. Yeah. I think you may convert me to trying some of this Swedish cuisine. I know, man. I'm telling you. Whew, it was something. Now, now is that Swedish cu cuisine like uh, the Olive Garden is Italian cuisine? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. I've never sampled it. You don't see a lot of uh, Swede-themed restaurants. By the way, I hope that's not the derogatory way of saying it. You don't see a lot of Swedish-themed restaurants. I at least no, I haven't. I think you can say Swede, right? I don't know. Yeah. So uh, so I woke you up, Trent, because I wanted somebody to talk to on my drive. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to disturb my wife. So we annoyed Trent. 
And because, you know, it, Americo and I aren't uh, close enough in our relationship yet to where I can annoy the piss out of him when the show's not on. <laughs> because there, there really is. There's a series of videos that have been made so far uh, that are will calls is what they're called. Yes. And they're what happens when Trent says, I'm not taking this asshole's phone call and I'm going to let it go to voicemail. At which mm-hmm. point then it's, you know, it's like deep thoughts, it's parables, life lessons. Uh, in- random swear words yelling at me to answer the phone. That too. That happens. Uh, but anyway, like I call Trent, if you want to give us a call, you can. That number, anyone remember? Uh, Wait, thanks, guys. That's just great. It's uh, 925839-something. You never... Hey, I'll use the cliche. You will you never call yourself. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> so if, you don't remember your own number. If you're within the continental United States while we are live, or even when we're not, you can call 866-610-9455. That number again, 866-610-9455. You can also, if you don't, you need to do that long-distance hickory jig dickory dock stuff. You can call 925-238-9020. And last but not least, if you have Skype, you can just Skype NetHeads on air. So there you go. You've got the plethora of ways to call us. And if you want to take part in the program, like the NetHeads denizens have already been on Twitter, just throw a hashtag NetHeads on your tweet and we can all follow along. Like uh, like uh, uh, Crystal, who is uh, Lee's wife, ZDigital13. And she says, totally getting Olive Garden tomorrow. Right Ooh. on. Mm, ramen noodles and ketchup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, Throw little hot dogs even, in there. Uh, Von Cleef says, Ikea is like a roach motel. Cheap food gets you in, but you can't come out. That's true. You go in there and you, you're at least... What was? What, how long did it take to get out of there, Will? I mean, let's be honest. Well, I don't. I, I tweeted about this, and it really is true. I, I um every time I'm in IKEA and I'm having a nap, because here's what happened: I went in, I went straight to where the desk was, so I could get the pieces. Because I tried to to you know like get information online ahead of time, but apparently I didn't go to the no. the planet area for office space, <laughs> and uh, so I had to you know get some information, speak to somebody, have them coordinate everything for me. By the way. Sold me an extra leg I didn't need. God damn it. So Wait, one, they, uh, they basically to, said, hey, you got four legs on that thing? You may want five, sir. No, no, it was uh, six. <laughs> I've, they gave me six, but clearly <laughs> you, read, you clearly read oh. the instructions five. Because there's two support on the outsides and one in the middle. And they just threw in the leg, you know, on top of that. They said, hey, buy this one. Just to mess with me. Just a mess. They're like, yeah, let's see if he's paying attention. (laughs) Or, or, uh, that's one of their ways to upsell. They're just like, according to the guidelines, you need six legs. You can only utilize five, but we're giving you six for free. (laughs) But they didn't. It was, you know, I, so I've actually got to find my receipt and eventually go back to Emeryville just for one leg. (laughs) They're probably, and they're, I mean, they're like 10 bucks each, and that's like a gallon and a half of gas right now, so. No, yeah, I can't just walk away. Granted, I'll probably have to use a gallon and a half to return it. <laughs> just to get there. <laughs> Maybe I should just hang on to it in case one no, of the legs Bill, gives me an Bill. issue. Yeah. You're looking for excuses to go back for breakfast. Damn <laughs> skippy I am, my friend. And when it's just a leg and I'm not picking up a bunch of stuff, I can bring the whole family. We can eat for $3. <laughs> eat for two bucks. I'm, Wake gonna, up! It's Sunday! We're going to Ikea! We're going to have to... You got to smuggle in juice, though. I'm not paying for that crap. 
Is that um, where they get you? The juice is like five dollar juice. No, no, no. It's just you know the names. I can't understand oh. the names <laughs> on the juice, so I'm not buying it. I don't really know what it is. So forget like, that business. It's Jorgen Egan, Jorgen Yarg. Yeah, it's a strange world we live in when when a piece of wood is actually a tiny piece of wood, four or five inches high, is more expensive than a full on meal. Yeah. You know, by the way, I have to admit that uh, I'm kind of happy because the desk line that I got is the Gallant line, which is actually something I can pronounce. I don't usually get that from them. <laughs> See, Isn't here's the two wonderful androgynous people showing uh, one of them has an X through his chest indicating one person should not move this uh, or put it together. And the two androgynous people saying two people should. So I'm glad I followed that very basic bit right up front. Anyway, so I called and woke up Trent and annoyed the piss out of him. And uh, while being in Ikea afterwards, uh, this is, by the way, is me trying to figure out how to get back on track. <laughs> we Because uh, this, this is a podcast about podcasting. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And so what you did, heard there was me verbally going through everything we just walked through in order to get back to the point where I was because Trent asked me how to get out of there. Well, I went straight to where the desk was. To get the information. And then while I was uh, walking out, I saw some laptop trays. And I thought, well, that might be nice. And I'm like, oh, surely that has to be down in the whole accessory area downstairs. And it wasn't. So I had to walk through the first. I walked through the kitchens, did a shortcut through the bedrooms, kids bedrooms. Finally, downstairs, asked one of the people there when I couldn't find it, like, oh, you want that in the work area, which is where I just was. So as I was making my second lap through there, I just like I heard from the Haunted Mansion soundtrack in the stretching parlor room. You know, I just I heard the ghost host saying, try and find a way out. (laughs) (laughs) You had to bust out the staff of Ron, take a little mini map on there and just wait for the sunlight to hit it just perfectly. But of course, the (laughs) problem with the big problem (laughs) with me is, of course, uh, I had Belloc staff, which we know was too long. So one inch too long. I was looking in the wrong place. Because I did not, in the wrong I did not which take, is the only time it will be. Too, will will say it was too long. Yeah, because you have to remember, you have to take back one kadam to find. Sorry, <laughs> I was just for the for the god of I forget which which god it was. It was you're taking it back for one god. For yeah, exactly. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see now. Venator says uh, interesting that Will's got the gallant desk and Trent's got the goofus one. <laughs> That's a joke for old people. Uh, <laughs> now, guys, I have a question. Uh, yes. First of all, Rev23 says, snark, 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 love, love, snark, 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 love, snark, love, snark, oh, wait, love, Oscars. Yeah, I know, Trenty. Not Trent, pardon me. Twitter is useless tonight. Trent might be, but we haven't <laughs> made that discovery yet. Well, has, has Trent ever not been useless? Come on. I don't know. You've had your moments. Aww. Um So anyway, we've got, uh, guys, are, are you ready for the weekly phone call from Francis? Oh. Yeah, you know you what? Ready? Actually, hey, I'm gonna go use the bathroom while you talk to him. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'll be back. Live from the 1930s, Francis. Hello, Francis. Welcome back through the time warp, sir. How are things in Georgia this week? Doing pretty well. Good. Yes. Now, tr- Francis, I want to let you know as uh, as always. I was listening to the fine programming on Smodcast Internet Radio at smodcast.com, and I noticed on Thursday you made a phone call to Mike and Ming, didn't you? Now, Francis, I got to tell you, sir, I feel like you're two-timing me because you asked them about Captain Marvel as well. Well, I also asked about Plastic Man Mad Magazine. 
Yes, you did. It's kind of like you've run the gambit. Now, do you have, are there any other topics though? I mean, do you have, or, or is there, are we talking about a, like a set rotation here? Are there other topics you haven't hit us with yet that, you know, are part of your repertoire, if you will? Yeah. Okay. Now, also, I have to ask you, Francis, because I know we talked about the coaching a little bit. And I got to let you know, your phone call to Mike and Ming, I thought you applied it pretty well. Not completely, but you did a decent job. So commend you on that, sir. Thank you so much. Okay, so where are we, Francis? What do you got this week? I've got the Submariner on my mind. You've got the um, Submariner? No, wait a minute. Hold on. I've got to ask Francis, like, seriously. I like the Submariner. I, are Do you just, like... Is it, are you randomly grabbing these things for the phone calls or, or seriously, was there like an hour of your life today where you're like, you know, man, the Submariner. I have to say Aquaman better. I had to find a week in advance. (laughs) A week in advance. So, so then do you dip into the library and start researching Submariner at that point? And you're not going to pull up something like saying, you know, in the 1955 issue, he was, Involved in aquatic sex with porpoises or something, are you? Oh, hush you. You know, the thing I don't understand in the comic book world is how can you have things like, well, you've got Aquaman in one universe and you've got mm-hmm. Submariner in another. I mean, are, do these comic book creators just like mudsling at one another saying who's yes. better? Or? Yes, they, they do actually do. You, you will have some, you'll have, you'll have a little, you know, uh, you know, little inside fights like a couple times on the pages between the comics. Mm. Well, and, and, and Deadpool was made as direct slap in the face to Deathstroke, whose name is Slade Wilson. Deadpool was made as Wade Wilson. Oh, instead right. of Wilson Slade? Uh-huh. Wow, that's rude. I recall uh, when Barry Allen died. Actually, it was uh, kind of nice of what Marvel did. Um, there was an issue. I don't remember which issue it was. Maybe uh, maybe uh, Francis could tell us since it was so long ago. Um, there was or an issue or where, as he likes to call it, yesterday. <laughs> there was an issue where uh, um, one of the Marvel heroes went to heaven and met a character there named, uh, uh, I think it was Alan West. Or just, you know, uh, Barry Allen and... Um, uh, just a little homage to Barry Allen right. dying since it was such a you know significant moment, and and not really a common comic book stunt at that time. No, but so I do. I, oh, no, go, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I do recall uh, an issue of uh, Watch Superman um, while Lois and Clark are walking along the streets, and uh, Clark says, "Oh, Lois in New York, nobody looks up." And when you look up, there's a silhouette of Spider-Man fighting uh, Dr. Octopus. It was oh, pretty awesome. shut up. It was just an awesome little moment. No uh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. so Francis. Uh, well, I've got, I've got a question for oh, Francis. Hold on. Go ahead, Trent. Go ahead. Um, now, Francis, when we're talking Submariner, which Submariner do you like? The one in the Speedo or the one with pants and a vest? Um, uh, the one in the Speedo. You like the Speedo better? Sexy Namor. Yeah. See, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. In my hand right now, I'm holding my uh, Marvel action figure. Oh, God, the thank God. I was wondering where that was going for a second. <laughs> I'm holding and, my Submariner. And he's definitely clothed, and he looks a lot better. Well, I like the John Byrne run where he was clothed. That was good. Okay, and how long ago was that? What decade? Fifteen years ago. Son of a... Dude, come on already. Wait, is this about the time when uh, Namor finds Captain America frozen after all these years and then, you know, brings him up to the surface to Iron Man and says, hey, look what I found. You want him? 
that's about the time, right? Fifty years ago. That's when uh you know, well, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, maybe. Yes. Uh huh. The 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 reboot happened. Yeah, where they brought brought back Captain America after being you know frozen in in iceberg. Well, come on, Francis, you have to know the answer. Yeah, that was about fifty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so that was before your time. Yeah. Or as he likes to call it, yesterday. Okay, so Francis, um, I hope we we address some of the topic in a manner of which you're happy with. Did we? Yeah. Excellent. And and what's What's up uh, this week for Francis, other than possibly calling into some of the other Smodcast Internet radio shows? I'm going to watch Comic Book Men. Tonight? That's right. 20 minutes away. Yes. Is it 20 minutes away for you? Yep. Uh, 16 minutes away. Oh, 16 oh, minutes. Awesome. Uh, Come on, Will. Get it right. Yeah, you get, they get a four-minute differential when it comes to the Georgian area. Well, actually, that's because of the uh, wormhole that Francis lives adjacent to. <laughs> yes. And and after – so Comic Book Men addresses today, Francis, but what about ne- this week? What's on the agenda this week? What do you do with uh, your days, I'll, Francis? That's what I'm really trying to get at here. I'll hopefully call into more Smodcast shows. Okay, we already ah. we already took that one off the table, though. I'm not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking it away from you. What I'm saying is, other than that, what are you doing this week? Like, what's your day to day routine? Take us into the day of Francis. Yes. Well, I'm on Subway diet, so I go to Subway every day, pretty much. How's that working Attaboy. out for you? Hmm. I like that. I've been losing weight. Yeah. Good man. I'm glad to hear that. Congratulations, Congrats, man. More power to you. So, so you go to Subway. What else do you do? Um, nothing much. Not a whole lot. Okay, mm-hmm. man. All right. Well, right you on. Well, I don't think Francis. He's he he lives up by the seat of his pants. You know, he doesn't know what he's going to do one second to the next. I got to let you know though, Francis. When War of the Worlds broadcast comes on this week, it's fake. Don't believe it. The aliens won't be attacking us on the radio. <laughs> I don't think he's that far in the past. <laughs> Just in case, I'm covering all bases here. That's true. You, you never know. Yes. Orson Welles, though. Great voice. All right. Well, William Fran- Blake Everett run on Submariner was good, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just like telling me George Washington's run on it was really good, though. I got to be honest. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not saying that in any manner to, I'm just like, I don't, I don't have a lot of, unless you're talking about Amazing Spider-Man, I don't really have a lot to relate to in the comic book world. Because everything else I just kind of touched on peripherally. If I'm, if I'm, or the Walking Dead comic. I mean, those are the only two things that, you know, I've, I've consistently read or got caught up on. So, and I couldn't even, well, that, actually, that's not true. Cause I guess I did also read all of Alan Moore's run on Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And who hasn't read Watchmen? Am I right, guys? I mean, am I right or am I right? Am I right or am I right? Or am I right or am I right? Have you read the Alan Moore ABC books? No. ABC books. Sure. What's that? Yeah, what are the ABC books? Is this a- the, uh, uh, Tom Strong, things like that. No. Oh. No. No. I was worried he was about to say it was something like the Necronomicon or something. <laughs> Did anyone else have that fear too? No, just me. Okay. I was, I was more afraid of like C. Dick Run. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, Francis, thank you for your call this week, sir. I'm sure we will talk to you next week. And in the interim, keep up the great work on the Subway Diet, man. Thank you. All right, sir. Thank you. Bah. Bah. And if you want to give us a phone call like Francis, you can. Well, preferably not like Francis, but if you want to call (laughs) us and talk to us like he just did, again, never mind. (laughs) 866-666-3986. 
610-9455 is the number or 925-238-9020 or you can um what can you do you can uh skype netheads on air i get so confused i'm sorry i've got because you know ways to talk about us because i'm not gonna after a call like that you just there's nothing you can do actually you know what i gotta tell you i think and he's listening and that's the thing you have to remember too is francis continue listens after the fact as well at least I hope he does. You know, he's not just cur- curled up in the corner in the fetal position crying after calls <laughs> to us. Um, but uh, I-, I think we have finally found the perfect uh, blend and method in speaking to Francis. Because that's what happens. When you have people that call regularly, you need to find the manner in which the communication uh, flows well. Especially when you have something like unscreened calls like we do. Right? Right. Yes. Right. Okay. right. Um, anyway, <laughs> where were we? Oh, no. Well, I think we got the whole Ikea thing out of the way, right? So I, think I, so. I finally saw the setup, by the way. Really nice. It's not bad, isn't it? I got no, a little. I like the way uh, um, Americo's uh, fiance uh, went ahead and uh, asked my wife if I knocked over a tech store. But uh, no, <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, I have not done such a thing at all. I'm sorry. I'm looking at our uh, little list of topics here. and There was something I wanted to add. And I totally forgot about it. I would, some- I, I would like to see one of these days uh, Francis actually bring up a character and then verse it uh, versus another character. Let's see what his opinion is on it. Like, I, I was really hoping for a Submariner versus Aquaman debater there. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't blame you, but I mean, it, it, like, hey. Submariner, I just don't get. Because as far as I know, the dude can't talk to fish, which I think is the one <laughs> redeeming quality about somebody that lives in the sea. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm serious. Because at least... You know, if Submariner, if it's, I, I, but then again, I think he has the ability to control water, doesn't he? Yes, and he can fly, and he, and he can fly. Fucking pissed off all the time. Oh God, he hates He's us landlubbers. Guy is just he is pissed, angry all the time. You land dwellers, take back your Captain America. He cannot yeah. sing. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> we chill this one out. Hope you're enjoying it. Um, but anyway, I uh, nope, totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, oh, I was just going to say, though, uh, you know, here in the office, I've got the bookshelves to put up still, which I did not get at Ikea. I found the perfect ones at Target. I'm fine there. Uh, and, you know, I can even recline here in my chair now, move the microphone around. So and, and what is this all building up to? Why are we going through all this? I know one of the two of you knows the answer. Oh, I know. What is it, oh. America? It's building up to have a man on mad bad cave fight. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm wrong. I'm, wow! It's so that it's so because America eventually is going to be live in studio, uh. and so there's a perfect spot on the desk to where he'll be able to sit. Uh. I, I can move the microphone. I'll be able to face him and talk to him and ignore the callers completely. So I, sh- <laughs> I shouldn't lube up when I come see you. Then that, well, I, I understand. You know, the funny thing is, uh, by the way, folks, if you, by the way, folks, hey, everybody, my name's Will. We're coming at you right now on Smodcast Internet Radio. Sorry, my own voice really bugs me sometimes. My <laughs> wife and I were having a discussion last night. And she says, why do you have to do that voice? And part of the reason is I told her, I think it's actually because I'm getting into a character. Mm-hmm. And that character's whole existence and to try and avoid to say, um, and, right. you know, all the conventional pauses we use. And, Which and, is harder than people think. 
Oh, yes. Okay. Especially once you get it in your head that you're saying it. Yeah. You're constantly saying it afterwards. Yeah. Then you say it more and more. Yes. And another one of the things that the character needs to try and work on now is saying, I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> that one's been made abundantly clear to me. So we'll try and eradicate that one from the language as well. Yes. Um, anyway, can we name that character? Uh, most of them just call him asshole. <laughs> well, I was I was hoping like Dingo and the baby or something. <laughs> Dingo and the baby. Oh, yeah. Wah, wah. It's wild man and the douche. It's will. <laughs> I want to name it. <laughs> Let us name this little baby that we have created. So we may. <laughs> Let's just call him frigging annoying. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> And in, in also in another awkward topic to bring up, because, uh, you know, we may as well toot our own horn all we can. Once again, uh, one of us has had their way with America's fiance. <laughs> this week it was Trent's turn. This week it was Trent's turn. Yeah, it was good, man. <laughs> yeah, I hear it. It I was good really things. good. I hear good things when I'm weeping in the corner and... You know, <laughs> <laughs> you liked it better with him, didn't you? <laughs> he I think, speaks in full sentences. Yeah. <laughs> last week, um, in a fluke, and we talked about this last week, uh, Americo's fiance ended up having me on a podcast with her. And it, this apparently is now becoming a kind of an investigative special look inside the net heads, I guess. Um, because, you know, now that uh, Americo is part of the uh, threesome, because, well, it was just a duo before. The mighty triumph. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So now that you're a part of it, she's got like full access. Cause you know, you, you got one of them, you got them all, something like that. Yes. Yeah. So, it's true. and we're so, like sister wives. Yeah. So this yes. week she interviewed you. And the great thing I love is, you know, it's supposed to be like this dissertation on the netheads or whatever you are, or on the origin of netheads itself. Excuse me. And instantly she's like, well, we already heard the story. Will said, anyone want to call in? And you called in, and that's how it started. <laughs> so what else you want to talk about? <laughs> Verbatim, that's exactly what she said. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but if people want to check that out, I am sure our good friend America will go ahead and tweet that out with the hashtag NetHeads to everybody, because God knows I'm too lazy to do it. It wasn't yes, about sir. me. Why would I promote it? But I figure we may as well bring it up here. But it was a good interview. The greatest part, though, Comes at around the 45 or 52 minute mark where, you know, she find, she asked Trent a question. He's like, you know, honestly, and I'm sorry about this. And Will, you know, uh, I'll give you my firstborn child, but I never, I never listened to Radio Askew before. <laughs> so that was good to know. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, prior to joining up. Yeah, exactly. You know, then you yeah. went back and did your homework and said, wait a minute, what am I in for? Yeah, yeah, I did. I went back and, and listened to, you know, what to the whole back catalog. What exactly have I signed up for? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to say that I actually, I've known about radio, the radio skew existence. I just, I never could figure out for some reason how to listen to it. I don't know why. It took me so long to actually hear it out. I, I knew you were there. I knew you existed, obviously, but I just couldn't figure it out for some reason. <laughs> the thing that I love is you're a Mac guy in heaven. I mean, you know, it's not like there's this amazing program on the Mac <laughs> that would allow you to, I don't know, like I tune into something 
to be able to get one of these podcasts. Yeah, where you could almost, uh, almost like a subscription to that podcast. Yeah, heaven forbid. Yeah, Speaking of which, if you, if you like the show, we would love to have a five-star review on iTunes. Which they've been coming in, so thank yes, you, everybody. Yes, thanks, guys. This is just a big old circle jerk of a show today. Um, <laughs> like us, please. <laughs> everybody got like us. Yeah, everybody likes us. We had great interviews. I'm buying furniture. Um, another uh, one of the weird things that has come about, I just, I'm amazed. I am constantly amazed by the internet and this is one of the most micro-broadcasted things I have ever seen. This is like a a specialty item for a micro-audience. There is a Twitter account. And again, I don't know why my ego is allowing me to speak about this. But there is a, there is a Twitter account called Quoting Trent. Mm-hmm. And huh. it is dedicated to uh, quoting the things heard on uh, NetHeads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not just me, but you know, anything that's quotable comes out. Yeah, and it's just so bizarre. I I just (laughs) didn't. First of all, why are they quoting me when it says quoting Trent? (laughs) I don't get it. But another thing I discovered is you take a lot of our quotes out of context, and you don't know what the hell's going on. (laughs) Slap a space monkey. Uh, Oh yeah, it uh, (laughs) it doesn't sound good, does it? I had no idea. That's pretty cool. So somebody just randomly started that. Yeah, it's cool. Or one of you is just jerking me around right now. I need friends. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like catfishing Will. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> but but that's really kind of neat. I thought that was really kind of cool. You know, it's like suddenly some... Yeah, nice one. Nice reference, America. I'm Thank on you. a delay. I'm sorry. I start talking <laughs> and then the things you say filter in and eventually like, I get caught up. It's like, but, hey, Francis called. What? <laughs> I was catfishing Will. I, I like that that's become a, a terminology, by the way. I do, too. For anyone who doesn't know, anyone who hasn't seen the documentary, there's a – or a mockumentary, depending on which side you want to go on. There's a documentary slash mockumentary called Catfish where <clears throat> uh, bottom line, woman, 37 friends, all her. Go watch it. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. It yes. is. And it is one of those things where it does seem like it's just a little too coincidental. It is, especially the ending, uh, you know, spoiler kind of uh, the ending where the husband has his one nice little monologue at the end where it sums the whole thing up. Yeah, it's his, just his nice profound quote that, yes. that provides the title <laughs> of the movie. It's like, OK, so dumb Daryl was sitting in the corner drooling on himself for most of this thing or. Or, you know, getting ready to lay into his 30th Paps Blue Ribbon of the day. But suddenly, you know, when these guys have got a, a camera on them, they ask just the right question that, you know, moments later he can answer with this wonderful little story that sums the whole thing up. You're like, really? Yeah. Just came just up with little, that, huh? A little too, you know. Th- and that's why a lot of people question the whole validity of it actually being undocumented. Right. Oh, oh, yes. boys, Agreed. it's interactive. Quoting Trent just tweeted, anything Trent is in gets quoted. If Will says something funny, I cannot post it. Oh, Hashtag no. netheads. Oh, they're interesting. interesting. Wow. I, I, hey, hey, I, this that was not me. I promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like the avatar in that. By the way, uh, quoting Trent, I like his avatar because it looks like it's looking down at Trent, saying, "Aw." No, it looks like he's <laughs> looking at the things that he's being quoted by, and he's amused by him. 
<laughs> I love Trent. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, America's fiance says, you've started to do a radio voice like Will. Stop it right now. Oh, my God. Okay. I have to tell you this. She, she for the life of me, she says, okay, if anybody who's watched The West Wing, right? Yes. <clears throat> whenever, uh, whenever the character of Toby goes on to, you know, have a little monologue of his own and he, he kind of gets a Toby voice. Uh, she calls it a Toby voice. And she says that this is when you're not uh, talking to me anymore and you're actually giving me a speech. She says, I do that constantly to her. Like I'll switch over tones of voices, especially when I speak of like anything in science or anything about space or the world in general. If I'm, if I'm in love with a, you know, freaking humanity, she says my voice changes and I have this, you know, I'm no longer speaking to her, which bugs the crap out of me. But I have noticed, you know, when I do talk to her, I get a little existential when I sp- say things. So um, I can see where she's going with that. So I think that's what she's, you know, using. My radio voice is my Toby voice. Oh, okay. She doesn't say Toby voice, though. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I really don't know why I do the radio voice when I'm sorry. I, but it just maybe it's because, well, let's get into a little sad introspection here. Yeah, no, let's let's go there. You know, there was there was a time, and and that it's obvious I would be destined to podcast or whatever because there all I wanted to do I don't know what it was but ever since I was a kid I was in love with radio I was and I'm not talking about the character played by Kubo Gooding Jr. I mean the whole concept <laughs> of radio and the radio DJ because the radio DJ sounded like the coolest guy because you know man. he yeah, sounds great that? on the radio he controls the music we listen to everybody wants to talk to him. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I don't know if that's what it was, but I, I just loved the concept. And so that's probably why this stupid voice of mine goes into that mode, because I just want to I want to be the cool radio guy no matter what. That's just what my, I want to be. My my radio guy experience was exactly like in Wayne's World when they finally meet Handsome Dan. And, and <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, that was actually, actually Wayne's World 2, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, was that like, Wayne's World? Yes, yes, that's yeah, right. When they're, when they're, on the, yeah, the, the, the concert. Wayne, Wayne, uh, Wayne Stock. Um, yes, so I met, there's a local DJ, um, here in, uh, San Francisco. I've heard, he does the, he does the, like, slow jams, me, welcome, well, I, what, you know, he does a whole music so You're so in love with this guy's voice because it's so deep and rich and everything. And, and finally met the guy. Just, just a complete, the voice doesn't fit. Let's just say that the voice does not fit with the he, way he, this guy. In other words, he sounds sexy and romantic on the radio. You see him in person and you're like, uh, I didn't bring my W-2s, <laughs> but you can still do my taxes, right? Pretty that much kind of thing. The, yes, exactly. Yeah, there you go. It's like, excuse me, can you please tell me where here in the hobby shop the model glue is? That guy, maybe, <laughs> you know? And I was like, wow, the, the, that, you know, that, that voice for radio thing really does uh happen <laughs> yes it does i'm sorry face for radio yes it does <laughs> yes and i am <laughs> one I, of them because work because my wife tweeted out that great picture of the new new setup in here and you know the first thing i noted is god the hair it's still gone <laughs> people don't need to see this what have you done what have you done <laughs> Well, when uh, Ruth was trying to pick out pictures for me uh, earlier uh, yesterday, she's you know she's taking all the she's taking all these pictures of me like oh you're so cute in this oh you're so, I'm like oh my god woman my hair is a mess in each one of these pictures I look like a slow mo in here come on have you considered <laughs> have you considered the fact that maybe you just need better grooming habits I think so too yes and that's the thing yeah. she takes she takes random pictures of me when I'm not at all you know groomed 
<laughs> Sorry, Anglo fanatic said, oh, well, you're the cool radio guy to us. Sort of. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's real sweet. But hey, you know what? Let's get back on track instead of uh, continuing to break our elbows to pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> Whew, this week, big thing, big thing. And I'm not talking about the fact that I got bees in my attic. Uh, we've been building up for this for two weeks. Two weeks. 14 days. And finally, in hand, Americo has what? Oh, you mean right now? Or oh, I have the PSV. <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> yes, 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 yes. The PSV that came out Wednesday. Um, I have it with me. In fact, uh, black and shiny. It's black, shiny, long, and in my hands. And, oh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> wow, that's really scary that you both did that. Yeah, we both did that, right? <laughs> We're getting that synergy going now. We're you know just going to be two Trents and Will. Yeah, just two Trents and Will talking about their Vita. Two Trents and Will. Oh, yeah. So, yes, um, back to yes, an amazing uh, gadget. Um, absolutely gorgeous. The screen is beautiful. It's five inches across. Just uh, the OLED, just uh, everything shines on it. Um, the games, again, beautiful. You swear you're playing the PS3 games. Uh, the controls amazing as well. My only uh, my only criticism is that there's not there's not one game on the system that I could say is it's it's a system seller that I can convince anyone right now to go out and buy it unless you're unless you're a gamer you know and you enjoy playing and having new gadgets and whatnot. There's not one I, uh, there's not one game out there I can say you must buy this system for it. Ah, uh, okay. Well, what about the uh, what about the cool feature of like, you know, once you upload a game or what have you, you could be playing it at home and then, you know, you've got to commute to work or, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, get on the bus all day like Francis does, but you got a <laughs> Wi-Fi connection and, and you can continue playing your game on your Vita. Well, here's the, here's the, here's the fun thing about that. First of all, uh, what they don't tell you is that, uh, even if you have the 3G version, you can't do 3G multiplayer. So you have to have a Wi-Fi connection in order to use the multiplayer aspect of this. Um, okay. Son of a... Right. Well, this, but, but, but you could still continue your campaign for whatever like game you're playing. Yes. You, you, now, the cross-platform uh, um, compatibility, that whole play your PS3 game, just load up the save onto your PS, P, PS Vita, excuse me, and then uh, continue on. Uh, that's there. Um, but for certain games, it's not there yet. They, they're, they've been toting it, but they haven't actually come out with that patch yet. It will come out. They said they're saying that it's going to come out eventually, but you can't do that just yet. But, ah, okay. They have talked about it. There are a couple games that do support it right now, but you have to wait just a little longer. But it still is pretty and it is shiny. It is pretty. It is shiny. It is, uh, (laughs) um, the couple games that I do have for it are just absolutely gorgeous on it. I mean, just yeah um and i put a couple movies on there and the the integration which is nice because there's finally uh mac support for uh the uh a sony system uh, sony handheld which is nice which you you can connect it to your computer download the files it's seamless it's yeah i was just gonna say what what videos uh file does it does it support does it Um, M4, M4V and MP4s, basically. Okay. Uh, by the way, guys, okay. just want to remind the entire audience right now, if you're listening live, uh, you're three minutes into Comic Book Ben right now. So if you haven't turned it on, turn it on. 
On the East Coast. On the East Coast, Coast, yes. yes. But the nice thing is you can enjoy it. And also, don't forget, tonight, after Comic Book Men and the re-air of The Walking Dead, Kevin Smith himself will be appearing on The Talking Dead tonight with uh, Chris Hardwick and some of the cast members. So be sure to check that out, too. Just a reminder for those of you listening live, those of you listening to the podcast, you missed it. Okay, move on. (laughs) Yes, go watch it on your DVR. Yes. I didn't get to watch anything in advance this week. It sucked. Aww. I was too busy obsessing about all the stuff I had to do in here. I don't know why I didn't go to Ikea yesterday. I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, because you were obsessing about it. You couldn't do it. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, anyway, so so the Vita, really awesome, but just no great selling feature yet. Yes, I couldn't. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's pretty much um, the Twitter interface uh, is really good. Surprisingly, the Facebook app on it. Way better than the iPhone app. It's, I just found that surprising. Uh, the Facebook app is really nice. It's really good integration. The Twitter app as well. Really nice. Um, again, way better because you have a large screen. You can, you know, type, tweet, tweet and do whatever you want. Um, so it has those apps. It has also that near function that I talked about last week where you can walk around, well, drive around with your PS Vita or whatnot or walk around however you get about. Um, and you can basically see in the path that you have gone other people who have uh, PS Vitas and what games they're playing and vice versa. They can see what games you're playing. And so you can leave little comments like, uh, oh, hey, that's kind of cool. I like that game. Uh, let me give you a little happy face because I like it. Or some games um, actually give you a little uh, prizes that you can end up using in the game that you're playing. Somebody else has that game. They could switch little you know icons and whatnot so it's really the it's not full-fledged but it's kind of a nice thing to see where it's gonna go well and that's yeah that's important to remember that when xbox 360 came out you know we weren't streaming you know youtube on it we weren't watching you know it's it's evolved as the hardware already existed so it's the same thing for for the vita it Mm. exists so now everything else just needs to catch up to it Absolutely. As the apps do. Now, my question, uh, Americo, is so let, let's let's say, for example, I'm, uh, you buy Ultimate uh, Marvel versus Capcom 3. Mm-hmm. Do you have to own it on both platforms to okay. be able to continue the game on? Yeah. Do you, know, uh, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. That is available for a couple games. That's available for Wipeout 2048. And I believe there's, um, I believe the baseball one, which I have no idea because I haven't played. Now, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom, uh, their cross-platform uh, play isn't really actually playing with other PS3 owners. What it allows you to do, it allows you to anything that you purchase on your PS3 version, um, you can use those to your uh, PS Vita version. So you must own both on, oh, on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. However, on Wipeout 2048, that's not the case. In Wipeout 2048, you can you just buy it once, and it uh, it'll work for both systems. This is getting too convoluted for me. <laughs> where do you, where do you put the cartridge? That's what I want to know. Where does the cartridge go in? The memory card. I have to tell you this. The, the memory what? Card, the memory card on this thing, uh, which is like a, the tiniest. Tiny, it's it's a centimeter big. This thing is ridiculously small. I swear. When I opened up the package, I nearly lost it in the carpet. I could not find that thing. It's. I have no idea why they went so small with it, or you know, the fact that they have to. They still make you use a memory card. It's just ridiculous. But yeah, it's tiny. How big? Like like 
maybe uh, half an inch. Like, no, no, I, I sorry. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how much memory does it? Hold? Oh, <laughs> um, well, you can get a cheap one for four gigs. Uh, I ended up getting the 32 gig one because I know I was going to fill this right, yeah, quick. Yeah. yeah. Which is again ridiculously priced because thirty-two gig one was a hundred dollars. That's just you know. Too and it's much, not I like think. a micro SD card or anything. It's it's no, so it's, it's proprietary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a well, Sony that's, proprietary that's card. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, son of a gun. Yeah, they keep doing that to us. Yes, they they're very fond of it. They love their proprietary stuff. We're gonna make all the money. This is our license. <laughs> We're not paying anybody a license fee for their technology. Because mm. you know, like Philips makes money on every light bulb sold or something like that. Oh, really? The light bulb is actually licensed technology. Yes. Wow. Yeah, the same way I think like either Philips or Memorex or whoever made money on every uh, – back in the day when people used cassettes. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. They made money on every single one of those sold. Licensed uh-huh. technology. It's where all the money is, boys. Look at the way the tech companies are all arguing over who has the patent to what and then trying to get injunctions in this place and that place. Oh, you imagine if Apple decides not to let anybody ever use the um, – the multi-touch uh, gesture on a tablet. I mean, because they own that. Yeah, Apple. here in the here in the U.S. and I think I think recently, um, I don't know about like Android. I think I yes. don't know. I don't know if they had to pay licensing fees or what have you, mm-hmm. but it's ugly. But hey, guys, you know what? I have a new obsession in life. Tell us. It's not the Your PS desk. Vita. It is not my desk, although I do love it. God, I like it in here. I actually just, like it in here. Now. If I could just get the hunk of shit that's all the way on all on the other side of the desk out of here, and wow, that would be really wrong if America were here right now. Uh, well, I was um, gonna say you the, did someone shit in there. I thought the cat. Was no, no, gone. no. I've just got the, I've got the bookshelf that I never put the oh, shelves in over there. Right. Okay, uh, I've got the plastic storage shelf over here with all the crap stacked on it, including. And I've got two like storage bins just filled with crap. And instead, there's going to be two nice bookshelves on either side of the window on the other side of the room. And all this shit's going to go away. I keep saying shit. I'm sorry. Shit. Uh, <laughs> shit. But I'll, that's all going to go away. But I love my new desk. I may actually come up here to do stuff now, which may be a bad thing. I don't think my wife thought this one through. But no, it's not that. Uh, I sent out a tweet earlier in the week. And it was because last Sunday... Uh, prior to us doing the show, I fell down what I like to call an internet rabbit hole. And, and what that means is that you get, you get stuck on a subject and you start pursuing it. And next thing you know, three hours has gone by. Right. And for me, it was, uh, because I was on the Think Geek website and one of the things they offered was a bag of, uh, of, uh, of civet coffee. Okay. Let's just, <laughs> let's just say that. And because I was looking at their uh, coffee products, because I got a laboratory beaker mug on the way, I uh, will talk more about that Ooh. in a minute. But I I heard that, and then I also remember that I had had read about this, or I'd seen it like on the Science Channel or on on like a, a show about coffee. And also, it was a it was a topic in the bucket list, the civet coffee. And uh, for those of you that don't know what civet coffee is, uh, it's also called I think uh, like coffee luwak, or I don't know how to pronounce it yes. correctly. Yes. Uh huh. And it is a it is a specially processed coffee bean. I know this coffee. Yes, it is a specially processed coffee <laughs> bean. What happens is there is a <laughs> there is a an animal called the civet. It's a it's a weasel like animal. I yeah, thought it was like a cat. A, it's a, yeah, it's like a monkey cat. Yeah, yeah. Monkey, yeah. yeah. But they, in the Philippines, they look more like weasels. Um, in other places, they kind of, they look more like, uh, like you said, like a monkey cat, I guess. I don't, it's a koala <laughs> bird mutant fish thing. 
it's it's a submariner. It's pretty much. But the one in the pants and the vest, not the speedo. Yes. So Mm -mm. what happens is the it's a vegetarian. Well, I don't know that it's a vegetarian specifically, but they like fruit. Okay, and they'll eat fruits of any kinds. And one of the things they eat are the uh, the cherries or the berry that coffee beans are grown in. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is they eat them. Uh, they digest the cherry portion mm-hmm. and they don't digest the coffee bean portion. Mm-hmm. So, where does it go? well, uh, much in the same way when I have a nice big Chipotle burrito, <laughs> eventually you know where that Chipotle burrito goes, right? Well, I know where all the corn goes. Well, I just exactly. And and all I'm going to say is that, you know, I don't think anyone's going to try and get anything out of that if I were to crap it out on those, a coffee plantation. Those chipotle seeds are money. Yeah. So so but here's the thing. And so that is where the bean comes from. Yes. This yes. animal craps out the coffee bean. So naturally, I thought just like anybody would. Okay, who was the first person to try this and why? And believe it or not, I found the answer. What? Yeah, Ooh. well, like I said, I found it, I fell down an internet rabbit hole. I just, I, I ate the blue pill and woohoo, here we go. I, it turns out that, uh, the Dutch plant, Dutch people, the, the Dutch, never the Dutch. trust the Dutch. <laughs> uh, the Dutch had set up, you know, in the, in the Asian countries, uh, and they had brought the coffee bean with them to set up plantations in the rich soil. Mm-hmm. And the, the native dwellers were brought in naturally to work the farms because God knows they weren't going to do it. <laughs> and they forbid the workers from harvesting the product for themselves. Oh no. But they Uh-oh. really wanted to try it. And what do you know? You know, oh, they, no. they brought this non-indigenous thing in and then it, you know, the, the luwak comes along and says, Hey, this is tasty. And so they found the coffee beans and they wanted to try what was supposed to be this, this wonderful thing so bad. Oh, no. They cleaned the beans. They roasted the beans like you were supposed to, and they had coffee. And then they're like, oh, this fucking sucks. <laughs> no. In their case, they didn't. They thought it was great because what happens is when the coffee beans get digested. Yes, they, there's a fermentation process going it's, on there. It's not really so much a fermentation. What happens is with, between the acid and the enzymes, the proteins are restructured and somewhat extracted. And what you get is a coffee bean. That uh, when roasted and brewed has an amazing flavor and it doesn't have that bitter coffee aftertaste. That bitter shit taste that you it's, expect. It's a much. more nutty taste. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's why. You know, it was just another case of the man keeping somebody down, so they got desperate. And and then of course word got out to the plantation owners that wow, this believe it or not, this coffee being the animal craps out is really good. <laughs> And dick they eat our animal bean coffee yeah, crap. I'm, but you know, the whole thing was, I'm like, oh God, I'm being a coffee lover. Uh, I wanted to really taste this, but I have this rule. Okay. Which is pretty much, I'm not going to eat anything. Somebody shit out. <laughs> a friend of mine sent a video and I think it pretty much summed up best. It was a conversation between two people about the civet coffee via like IRC chat. Um, but it was then, you know, animated through that one website. I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, and the one person said, you know, well, my bird could, could shit chocolate truffles, but you know, <laughs> it, it's still about where they come from. Right. <laughs> so I was uh, again falling down the internet rabbit hole, though. I discovered that the University of Florida, two students in pursuit of their education decided to make this one of their projects and they came up with a chemical way to reproduce the process. 
What? So by huh. by putting the beans through an acid and enzyme wash of a specific function, and they they used I didn't even know this they used an electronic nose. I didn't really think that existed, but it does. Wow. And of course they did you know analysis and everything, and they have come up with a way to to reproduce it. Now the great thing is it, the regular stuff, the real civet coffee. Goes for like a hundred and sixty dollars a pound because they yeah, can only the harvest. The most expensive there is. Yeah, yeah, they can only. Isn't that ironic? The most expensive and delicious coffee in the world is literally shit. It's uh, cat shit. <laughs> but it's the it's the um it it's it, I think they can only harvest like five hundred kilograms a year because they can't domesticate these animals. Yeah, there's only so many animals. Yeah, around. You, you've got to you know trudge through the forest looking yeah. for shit dropping. Yeah, and there's only so long you can even if you were to corral the things. There's only so long you go eat the berry. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> They're not eating it. enough, you know, or, or they just they now. have an obese nation of uh, luox that just pass away, uh, or civets, <laughs> whatever you want to call them. So anyway, the uh, through the chemical process, however, it, they can make a, a ton of it, and there was a company that did license it, so it goes for about fifteen ninety nine a pound, a lot more reasonable. Oh, that's yeah. not bad at all. And I think one of the studies I read, they showed that a panel really couldn't discern between the two, so I'm like, I gotta buy some, because I'm gonna piss away money on something stupid. Let's do this. <laughs> but where did you buy it? Uh, actually, I bought it yeah, from a company. Go, Go ahead. No, I just can I go into like you know Trader Joe's and pick up a, a bag of this stuff? No, you can't. You have to go on the internet to a company called Coffee Primero, and I'm going to let you find them. I'm not going to give the domain. No free okay. advertising. All uh, right. But you can and you can order it there now. Uh, and if you want to go to willwilkins.com, you can read all about my experience. You're going to hear a lot of the same shit that I already said. I'm sorry, but, but about shit. But I really, I was, I built up to this, guys. I mean, I this was a, this was a mission of flavor and science for me. And mm. I, uh, if you read the blog, it's one thing. But then after that, I took it to the next level the next day. I read all about the way to brew a good cup of coffee, the temperature of the water. I was, I was taking my filtered water and I was getting it to, to between 194 and 210 degrees and <laughs> French pressing just the right amount. <laughs> and I got to tell you guys, it really is the best tasting coffee I have ever had. Wow. Really? It really is because, you know, it. because at first I was really worried. I'm like, am I going to take a sip of this and it's going to taste like every shitty cup of coffee I got at a Denny's? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's right, like bring right. on the – I can't stand black coffee though. I can't. Really? But this stuff I could drink straight because it's it's not too bitter. It's got a great aroma. It's got a wonderful flavor. And the part that messes you up the most is the aftertaste. It actually gets even – it gets more and more pleasant as time passes. So, huh. so it actually starts to taste better in your mouth after it's gone. <laughs> now, I'm not saying it tastes like shit when you drink it. I mean, it tastes good when you drink it, and then it the, it continues. It's like an after effect. It would be like if you had an orgasm that just kept happening <laughs> in your mouth. In your yeah. mouth, yes, that is the perfect way to put it. Will and his adventure with two cats in a cup. <laughs> Router Ninja says, someone wake me up when we have the Copy Luwak K-Cup. Somebody else asked me. <laughs> Mad Zub oh, says, funny. love it when Will yells off Mike. You should do that more often. Guess what? My <laughs> wife does not. <laughs> Usually I come downstairs and the first question is, what, what were you screaming about? What was that? <laughs> because you're, your wife say, no, daddy's not mad upstairs. Daddy's not mad. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen at all. You know, with, with the new desk, one of the things my daughter loves 
is uh, the fact that there is more space. Because now there, she could literally work on the end of the desk if she wanted to while I was on this. Did I already say this on the show? No. I don't know. I'm in a delirium. Uh, but anyway, so here's the thing, though. I'm thinking I might need to make a compromise on my, you know, eating nothing that comes out of someone's anus or some creature's anus to do, cause I've taken this to the extreme. I've gone to try and reproduce or to produce the perfect cup of coffee. Mm. Do I just believe the studies or do I actually buy some civet coffee and do a taste comparison and I try would, it out yourself? Yeah. I would find uh, a barista some, someplace that's, that's selling civet coffee and just try it. Yeah, my wife, by the way, didn't like the coffee at all. <laughs> really? <laughs> Hated it. What, what what was what was her critique? What what didn't she like about it? She said it tasted like a crappy cup of coffee. <laughs> Pretty much. But that's but not surprising. No in it. No, no, but one. I know. It's like no, this didn't it wasn't but no. She <laughs> But it, I, I think I can understand that though, because there's a certain, our taste buds get used to a certain flavor, right? And, you know, there are different flavors to coffee beans. Uh, the crazy thing is that the week prior to this, cause even when I open the bag, the aroma is delicious. When you grind it, it's just got a, a wonderful bouquet that fills the room. What is happening to me? Anyway, so. <laughs> uh, I went to go make a regular pot of coffee for her today with regular beans because she's like, that tastes terrible. I don't want it. And I opened it up and the beans that I were putting into the grinder for her, they just smelled terrible to me because I have been exposed to these other beans, which smell delicious. <laughs> mm. uh, in my mind, in my mind, uh, you see me like... walking around the kitchen dancing lovingly <laughs> with a bag of simulated civet coffee. No, no. I, oh, I'm okay, thinking cause... of Breaking Bad this past season. <laughs> <laughs> when they're when they're making the coffee inside the the super lab. Oh yeah, with the because the the one guy Leslie is that his name? Yeah, Le- Leslie. Yeah, he, he has his, Yeah, he has his full uh, like brewery methodology and the tip water getting just the right temperature in this process and and he makes the perfect <laughs> cup of coffee. Uh oh wait, sorry, Calvin says I knew Will was going to mention French presses. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Um, I'm wondering if I should, should get the real thing just to do it, but I think, I think it's enough, but you know, the interesting thing, guys, this is to me anyway, the interesting thing. Mm. Yeah. I don't know about, Oh, Ooh, I caught myself. I probably I don't know just, about you guys. I didn't catch I myself the first time, but I at least caught it a little bit on the second time. If I wanted to get a bag of civet coffee, mm-hmm. I could get it at think geek. Did you know yeah. that? Did not know that. The yes, you did. I said it just a little while ago. Pay attention to the show, <laughs> damn you! <laughs> no, it's it's that's that's the same website with all the. Uh, well, you, you got a sonic screwdriver there, didn't you? I sure did. You know the amazing thing about ThinkGeek. First of all, it is a quality company. Since 1999, ThinkGeek has grown from a fun side project started by a few computer geeks to a multi-million-dollar e-commerce business catering to the geek and all of us. From apparel to gadgets and computer accessories to caffeine. Think Geek is a one-stop shop for everything geeky. You want Star Wars? You want Doctor Who? You know, even if you're a big Bang Theory person, Think Mm. Geek has it for you. Like I said, you can get a bag of civet coffee. Well, it's actually just like uh, maybe one cup's worth. It's $35, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, But there's so much more you can get. I'm getting the Laboratory Beaker mug. I got my Air Zooka there. It's an air cannon. It launches a ball of air like up to 25 feet. 
Uh, plenty of Doctor Who stuff for your Doctor Who aficionados out there. I've got the uh, I've got the USB uh, TARDIS USB port from yeah. Think Geek. Yeah, I get all my carry bags from there. Actually, all my tech bags, I always get them from Think Geek. There you go. They have got a wonderful assortment. Everything from gadgets to clothing, you can find it at Think Geek. And if you're a Netheads listener, all you have to do is go to smodcast.com forward slash Netheads. Click the Think Geek logo, take or the Think Geek banner ad. Take a look at all the amazing products they have to offer at Think Geek. That's all you got to do, and we'd appreciate it. Think yeah. Geek, folks, stuff for smart masses and smart asses. Why did you have to do that? <laughs> it was going so well. <laughs> Why? The masses with the asses. Oh, oh, as long as you're I, smart, go over there. I wasn't supposed Why? to do that, huh? No, I wouldn't recommend it in the future either. <laughs> so I will refrain from the bag of civet coffee. We know that now. Yeah, yeah. I should try it. Try it, Will. I love ThinkGeek, though. Whew. I, I do, too. That website. But no, that, is, that is where you got your, your, your Sonic ma- or, uh, magic screwdriver. <laughs> Look at you! You're 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 being factual, and they're like, "Oh wait, I gotta stick it up. Yeah, I, I gotta stick it fucking up." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Von Cleef says you got a sponsor. Like, where were you last week? We got another one too. I know, man. But Come you on. know, I'm only gonna shove one show one 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 a week down your throats. Oh, oh it's, it's... here's a new name, guys. Let's uh, we got a caller here. Hold on a second. Pavel, turn down, turn down your radio, man. Oh, we're echoing. Yeah. Hello. Hi. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Well, it works. You hear me? Yes. Uh, yeah, we can hear you. Where are you calling from, man? All the way from Russia, guys. Really? Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Guys, look at this. In Russia, Skype calls you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of plenty of those jokes. Uh, so, Pavel, you're calling from from Russia. Wow, why are you listening to us? Well, uh, well, you guys, are one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, товарищ. Thank you for. What on earth did you just say, Americo? Believe it or not, the the only two words I know in Russian, спасибо and товарищ, you know, uh, comrade, you know, friend, um, actually come yeah. because I read X Men books back in the nineties and. <laughs> Was Russian, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colossus, uh, uh, Peter Rasputin, Peter Rasputin, yes. And that's the only reason I know those two words. So, <laughs> how how is, are you doing, sir? How are you doing all, all the way from you know? Uh, well, a little excited now, but well, good, good at work, work for you. So, guys, I have a, a couple of questions for you. Okay. Just, Hit us, man. Uh, most, uh, mostly for Trent, I believe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So, so uh, I listen for you all the time. And, That's uh, great. Uh, he, he even listens when Trent's not broadcasting. It's kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you talk about your uh, Swatter Guild. Uh huh, yeah. And I thought it's kind of cool uh, to join you, but uh, there's uh, two problems. Okay, talk first, to me. Uh, first, uh, connection to USA servers will be probably crappy for me. Ah, uh, uh, right. Uh, more importantly, you on dark side. Oh, so you're uh, you're you're not you're not running with the uh, the Siths, are you? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh my god, is this a gaming phone call? That's what he was talking about? Yes, oh. tour. <laughs> Step over the times, Will. They got, you know, Jedi's in Russia now. <laughs> no, just I think it's a very widespread thing. Good people play bad people in online games. Why is that I've... for you? <laughs> because secretly we all want to be bad. <laughs> Just, I don't get it. It's because <laughs> chicks. It's because chicks love the bad boys, sir. Yeah, and yeah, Trent's trying true. to find himself a woman by playing an online game. <laughs> yeah. See, in, re- in real life, we're all good guys. So sure. We want to get our we want to get our bad boy streak going by going mm-hmm. online and being you know hanging out with the dark side a little bit. Say, hey, baby, I got a dark side. Want to see my sis sword? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sure. <laughs> You know, no. honestly, I, I'm starting to really feel like I'm not as nerdy as you guys now. I don't know why. <laughs> but, uh, Pavel, I think, I think one thing that we've, that we'll probably end up doing is as the game progresses and people get more, um, experience points and, and different characters, maybe even start up, uh, an, uh, another guild on both sides so that we can play, um, on either, either side. But right now, I'm only playing about once a week. So the, the go, the going is very slow. So I should uh, look it up sometimes. <laughs> right <laughs> on, man. Uh, so, so another question. Uh, being Russian, I was not ever exposed to comics uh, in my childhood. Oh, comic books. Okay, I'm with you. Uh-huh. So, and uh, you talk a lot about it, and uh, it seems interesting, but uh, what I tried in comics, I didn't like at all. Well, not not much. So maybe you just give me some points, uh, ideas. What what can I start with? Like oh, um, well I I'll go first since I decided to interrupt you. Um, which ones you should start with? Uh, we were just talking about it. Watchmen is one of the best written comics ever. You know, arguably one of the best written comic books ever made. I like the uh, Watchmen movie a lot, yes, but yeah. it's uh, it compl- a little different. Uh, um, the the movie was nice; it was good, but the comic book, a larger version, uh, so much more story into it as well. Um, I would also recommend the Dark Knight Returns. Yes, uh, the Dark Knight Frank Returns Miller. is Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, one of my favorite comic books of all time. And uh, anything in uh, like a hard, uh, hard science fiction uh, area, because what I like is in books and the movies, it's hard science fiction. Like I know you like the more I sci-fi think. version of the comic books. Yeah, and the kind of realistic, not to not so superheroish. <laughs> get, well, get you people and so on. <laughs> anything like that, you can advise. Actually, you know what? I'm going to chime in here, and even though it, because it, it's not really very uh, superhero-ish, is actually uh, getting your hands on Alan Moore's run on Swamp Thing. Yes, and the reason why is because it really does delve into some serious science fiction. Really? You know, not to mention, I, I think as we mentioned before too, kind of the Watchmen uh, comic that that too is kind of uh, not so much, but. But still good. But yeah, definitely. I think Alan Moore's run on Swamp Thing, which I know you can get in in um, what are those things called, guys? Hardcover, trade, trade paperback. Yeah, but, you can get that in yeah. trade paperback form. Well, and, I think I'll, I'll, I'll get it digitally, but 
Okay. <laughs> well, let's not talk about that, Pavel. Come on, man. We got to keep it on the up and up. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for your call. Really appreciate it. And I yeah. hope we helped out. And I uh, hope we hear from you again in the future. Yeah, thanks oh, for listening, man. Yeah. All right. Das Vidanya, comrade. Bye. Bye, sir. Take care, man. Wow, look at that, folks. We're in Australia. We went global with that. Yeah, now Russia. We just need uh, China and uh, Santa from the North Pole. We'll be set. <laughs> am I right or am I right? Venator2000 on Twitter says, and here I was hoping for a Russian Francis caller. Nope, sorry. No, this, this was uh, actually a decent one. Was, Thank you, sir. He had a definite question. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> definite question, yeah. And um, if he continues to listen to uh, sci-fi comics, um, not so many like sci-fi-ish, sci-fi-ish, but you know, there are some really good ones that don't deal with uh, superheroes in general. Like Watchmen really isn't one of those that deals with superheroes. It's more like realistic. Oh, I'm not realistic, but more like what if real people were. Oh, yeah. Know, and look so. at everything that happened with Dr. Manhattan. You know what I mean? That's sci-fi yeah. all the way. Completely. Oh, yeah, yeah. But sure. I mean, don't you guys think Alan Moore's run on Swamp Thing? Because really it gets Absolutely. into yes. it gets into a scientific reason why the Swamp Thing exists. And yes. And especially near the after the conflict in Gotham, all, all that stuff. That's pure sci-fi, guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I you know, the whole concept of Swamp Thing, you know, with the planarium worms and uh you know how how his mind transfers from that from the nature to a per well to a, a cohesive person yeah it, it, all sci-fi related it's a it's a great book yeah well and and there's also um there's a there's a dune comic book that's actually really good too i don't know if, if that if that's a an, an avenue as well for for sci-fi but i don't know do it yeah do it. you can do it right on yeah so uh what have we learned today guys <laughs> What have we learned? I learned that cats shit some good shit. Yes, they do. They they shit the best coffee. Uh, we know that Will loves pre-manufactured furniture. Mm-hmm. And 99 mm-hmm. cents breakfast. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm not going to say that I actually bought two of them, but <laughs> I bought two of them. <laughs> I, wanted, I had me a big breakfast, folks. Ooh, I had a big breakfast, and it was Sans good. Sans the sweepy meat butters. Uh, we learned that the PS Vita is cool, but not necessarily easy to sell you on right now. No. And uh, did we learn anything from Trent? Hey, I'm here. There we go. <laughs> I learned that if I call his home number, it can wake him up and get him on the show. Yep, that's, that's, that's true. So that's kind of cool. Uh, you know what's actually kind of cool? I don't know if everyone else picked up on this. Usually the show is uh, free form. I like to call it podcasting jazz, where we just kind of, you know, we find our groove and roll with it. Today we actually had a list of topics. I don't know about you guys. It went well. Yeah, I think it, it went, went great. Surprisingly well. Unfortunately, I just said, I don't know about you guys. But yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it just, you know, uh, the only thing I can say is skiddy-dee-dop and doo-dop-bop. Jazz. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we actually had something going, and then just America's like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have the music in me, guys. I'm sorry. Come on, jazz man, man. <laughs> My jazz hands. Um, real quick mention. Um, oh yes, please do. Anybody, uh, real Mick Foley. Uh, if you don't follow him on Twitter, follow him on Twitter. Real Mick Foley. Uh, real, go to realmcfoley.com mania. Um, he's he got some raffle tickets. Uh, it's a good cause. Um, That'd be rain, out. by the way. Yes, 
benefiting ring. Uh, the you could win uh, as a prize package. Winner and a guest will receive uh, two club level seats to WrestleMania. Oh, oh man! Uh, just yeah, check out the now you're, now you're talking French language. Oh, yes. WrestleMania! Um, go check it out. Uh, I believe. Uh, um, uh, yeah, realmcfoley dot com me uh, uh forward slash mania. Yeah, mania. yep. Because uh, that'll help support Rain, which uh, help support Rain. is all about protecting the, the women and children in the world. Absolutely, yes. we which, need to which do is, that. Which am yeah. I all for? Rain is the rape, abuse, and incest national network. So if you didn't know. Well, I, I just like sticking with rain, but <laughs> <laughs> See, even saying that, it's just like, oh man, this world's. I know, stuff. right? Yeah, that's that's why it's such a good cause, so that we yeah, don't have to say absolutely, it. yeah, Please, so that we can just say rain instead of facing the horrors that we hide from in the world every day. Yeah, the... <laughs> go support rain because let's face it, folks, the world has gone nuts. Yeah, it's it's foobar. And, uh, you know, also, of course, our thoughts, uh, prayers, positive energy, oh. mojo, juju, whatever you want to say, go out to the Smith family as they uh, yeah, had to say goodbye to longtime family, friend and loving pet Scully this week. Yeah, Absolutely. I was I was online when when Kev tweeted that. And boy, I just I'd started tearing up because that's a shitty thing to go through. Scully was a uh, um I had the opportunity to meet Scully once and she's just a lovable dog. Yeah. So cute. Yeah, she was uh in the time that I was building the studio, I got to see Scully a lot and you know, aside from the occasional slippage or falling was just always and even then just a happy happy pet. So anyway, uh like ending the show on a high note, right guys? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cuz I don't know about you guys, uh, it, um Kevin ended up tweeting out this just a uh, really telling picture because there's Scully and oh, there's Mulder and it yeah, was just the empty bed. And, yeah. Oh my god! And Mulder right there just looking on. That was just like that was harsh. Yeah. That one kind of hit me. Oh, but oh, uh, sorry, we just missed a call. But that's okay. That'll be for next week because you know what? If you're not listening to this show live, uh, I'm going to tell you to subscribe to them because Soundbite Nation's coming up next. Yeah, and you can do that through iTunes and Zoom both. Yes, you can. It's all out there. And uh, that's it for NetHeads this week, folks. So thanks very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Until next time, my name is Will. My name is Trent. And my name's America. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Smodcast Internet Radio. Smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads. File transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. And Trent Hunsaker. 